You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. It's time to talk about celebrities and their love lives because it makes the regular people's drama feel way less complicated. Let's get into it. Who are we talking about today, Lauren? Okay, uh, we're going to talk about Andrew and Marilee, the remnants of the original couple. So Andrew Shue was married to Amy Robach. She was an anchor on GMA. And TJ mm. Holmes, also an anchor on GMA, was married to Marilee Feibig. I think that's how you say her name. So TJ Holmes and Robach on the show together. They're hosts of GMA, and they have this alleged affair in which got them fired from their jobs. That was a big deal. Like, yeah. and, and also, why? I like, mean, why did I, they get fired? I, well, I mean, I understand... Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I've heard I, the same thing, Rob. And unless there's some sort of HR thing where you can't like fraternize with their people, but I'm kind of like, that's kind of fucked up. You can't fire someone for like falling in love with. I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, look, I get it. I get like putting rules and and like the Matt Lauer rules into place. Do you know what I mean? Right. But I understand putting those in place because of that. But like, if two people are consensual and they're like, no, we're both into it, we both like each other. Like, is it a moral thing? Is it because GMAs, ABC and Disney and like, you know, they're both married and they were having an affair? But like, or, also, I mean, it's not 1950. People do it. But but Disney's still 1950. I know, but it's like, yeah, I question the same thing. But they got, I think, I mean, as far as I know, they got fired. Maybe they they were encouraged to quit. I don't really know. No, they got fired. They yeah. got like fired big time to the point where like it, I heard, I saw something the other day that TJ Holmes, like uh, Amy Robach was like worried that he was going to kill himself, like off himself because he was so depressed about everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, they did a shitty thing and then they get fired from their jobs. It's kind of like, all right, like enough is enough, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying their affair was good, but okay. So that was a good thing. Clearly it's not, but so both couples within like the last like year or so since that all went down, both of the couples have been uh, now divorced. So Andrew and his wife, ex-wife Amy, the anchor, are divorced, and TJ, the anchor, and his ex-wife Marilee are divorced. Well, now Andrew Shue and Marilee are together. They were like, oh, yeah, my wife cheated on me with your husband and vice versa let's talk and they say that they both like kind of connected they knew each other before obviously just from being part of the gma family and i'm sure like going to parties and events and whatever and recently pictures have surfaced of andrew and Marilee together but like you know it's just because they were like out doing things together with like you know right gma but they said we connected over this trauma 
And then we ended up connecting even more over like our values and things. And now they're together. And you guys, do you remember when this happened to Shania Twain? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who did Shania? Shania oh, what happened? Shania, Shania Twain, Twain married this music producer. He slept with her best friend, had an affair. And she, they obviously, Shania and the guy divorced. And Shania ended up marrying the best friend's ex-husband. Wait, I have an opinion about this then. Because this is, I was going to say this about Andrew Shu, but I can say it about Shania then too. Like, the, the Mara Lee and the producer's wife or producer's husband or whatever, the other person, whoever married Shania Twain for the breakup, and then whoever's going after, they're winning. They're winning. And you know that they were like in a relationship where like the, so Shania Twain's husband was a music producer and he started fucking this woman, her right? And then friend. they got her best, her best friend. friend. Yeah. Right. So, you know, the best friend's husband was like, you had to have a little crush on Shania Twain, right? right? But would it? never, but would never obviously do anything about it. And but she's fucking Shania Twain. Right. You know what I mean? So you know the second that he she was on the table, he was like, I'm in. Oh boy. Yeah, am he I leveled in. up. I, yeah. He was Let, like and then, hell to the yeah, my Andrew um, Shu, for all the people that like don't that were born past 1990, <laughs> Andrew Shu was like the heartthrob of like oh, the yeah. early 90s. Still he is. My eyes see beauty. He was the guy. Like, mm-hmm. what was it? 90210? No, 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 Melrose. No, uh, Melrose Place. Place. Yeah, he was like the hot guy. So you know the girl that was married to fucking TJ Holmes the whole time was like, <laughs> Andrew Shue? Yeah. I get to hang out with. And then the second they fuck up, she was like, well, you just left me with the jackpot again. Right. Totally. So why wouldn't that? I, 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 it's more of like surprise that Shania, no, because it's an emotional thing. It makes it makes complete sense. It makes to complete me. sense. But, to, okay, so I could, like, I could see how that would draw people together. But, like, if you're bonding over something traumatic, like, is that a negative way to start a relationship? I think it could go two ways. It could be something that you, like, misery loves company, but, like, they could complain about it together, relate to each other, and then go on with their lives because they have each Move other. On. So, like, they have a partner in crime, a best friend during the whole hard stuff, and they're talking about all the things they don't like and do like. So it's kind of like they're speed dating to get out the things that are deal breakers, the triggers. They're doing it quickly. They have probably very similar opinions and they're building a foundation moving forward that like neither of them can ever cheat on each other now that they've gone through this. So like maybe they actually will make it last because they have a different foundation. Yeah. It's obvious there was fucking attraction there from yes. the beginning. Like these people were probably, I mean, you know, these you say there's pictures surfacing of Andrew Shu and Merrily. Yeah. But like yeah, I'm, I'm sure these two had like nights where they got drunk and almost did something. You know I, what I, I mean? Like that's a definitely in the world of possibilities too, but they just never did it. Their their partners did. And so now they're like, all right. Because I remember I told you last week that I had a friend who's who dated this girl and then they broke up and then their parents started they got divorced because they were hooking up and they became brother and sister. Yeah. The the other people in that relationship didn't start dating and they didn't really come together over the misery and the grief. They actually hated each other, you know. They actually wound up being like, well, your guy is a fucking asshole and you should have known better and your wife did this. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they kind of blamed each other for not being more involved in stopping it. So like 
there was there's this there's an obvious thing when if you're going to go straight to that other person, there must have been something there before. I think yes, like I think you know they're all attractive people, so I think as soon as all bets were off, it was like oh, and plus you have that whole little devil on your shoulder being like, well, like fuck them. I mean, it's probably not. That's probably just one little small voice like now we're free to do whatever they want and I don't really care if if they had broken up amicably or maybe that person ended the relationship and then that same person wanted to go date a friend like they might feel a little bad about that because they're like uh I left and now I'm dating her friend but in this situation Andrew was probably like I don't give a fuck what I do now like they just fucked us all over so now all bets are off we can do whatever we want but I have a question though do we believe like if we're looking at this like in the astrology esoteric world like this couple like Andrew and Marilee were meant to be together and this is just the path that the world took them on and now they're going to be together forever and they're like the true loves of each other's lives like do we believe that sometimes you have to go through the hardship to get to your like person and this is it for them uh maybe i, I don't i don't like, no, you know, like oh, this is the end of a really nice love story. Like we, like a Hallmark movie. Like oh, they they got cheated on, but now they found each other. And- or kind of like what we were talking about with the Golden Bachelor. Like uh, Gary picked somebody that also went uh, was a widower and could understand to your plight. In this case, these two were both cheated on with people that they each knew. It's like really close to home, so they could understand each other. And had to go through this trauma separately, but now can be together. I don't know. I I believe everything happens for a reason. I'm a strong believer in that. And I believe that you have to believe that with the good and with the bad. I believe believe it too. That's why I'm, that's why I'm like wondering. I don't know if this is like a cosmic Hallmark movie, but like, I think that everything happens the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Like these, these people got cheated on because they were supposed to be together. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, do we believe that? And if we do, I'm not, you don't even have to believe it a hundred percent. Is there a part of you that believes that could be a thing? And if so, then what happens if you look at it in the reverse? What happens when people have an, okay, I knew my friend's mom. <laughs> Here's a Lawrence story. My friend's mom had her very good friend, Kathy was married to this guy and she was, you know, divorced. My friend's mom was divorced, but would always hang around them because Kathy was her friend. Well, she had an affair with Kathy's husband and now her and Kathy's husband are together. The mom and the husband, she cheated on her, her with her best friend's husband. And now her and the husband are married and together and they've been together for like 20 years. So then you think to yourself, like, well, that's fucked up. How'd they get to be together when they did the bad thing? And now they yeah. get to like live in the lovely thing together. Like that's not fair. The lovely tent together. Yeah, the lovely like marriage together. Oh, she cheated with her best friend's husband. And now she married the best friend's husband. The best friend's like a lost a best friend and her husband. But this but woman- is she was, is she was somebody new. Look, that's the thing you got to look at. Like, obviously the people that win in these situations, it, then everything happened for the reason, for a reason in the good way. But like, as far as it- I know, the, the best friend is never was just, that was it. Like she never, as far as I know, there was no other relationship with the best friend. Well, I guess that what you got to look in that position is that everything happens for a reason. Like this dude was going to cheat on you and he's not the person for you. Yeah. For and now sure, that's yeah. done, you know, and now you don't have to deal with that in your life anymore. Yeah. 
But it so, seems unfair when the other couple's seemingly happy and you're like, well, that, what? you just did a bad thing and now you get to go be happy? That's not fair. It's just a whole bunch of, anyway, we don't, hopefully, I would really hope that the Mary Lee Andrew thing lasts. That would be kind of cute. Yeah, I would like that. Okay, too. but right, speaking, who else speaking of affairs, allegedly <laughs> Prince William had an affair with Kate's best friend, Rose Hanber- Hanbury, I don't even, in 2019. So it's kind of like old news, but you don't really know a whole lot about it because now there's this whole it's less about this news about this alleged affair coming out and more about why how harry and megan were used to distract from these alleged affair rumors of prince william and this rose girl where 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 megan markle's always the she's always you know, the the person, yeah, well, she's always the victim. Everything's always happening to Megan. Mar- I can't fucking stand that. Okay. Girl. Well, you know, a lot of people think that. And back and around this time, I had heard a bunch of stories about how the royal family was pretty much dictating the kind of like news that people were seeing and believing and using Megan and Harry to distract from, um, from, prince uh andrew and the jerry epstein sex scandal like if you watch prince andrew's interviews about that like he that ain't looking cute for you sir like you were definitely with jeffrey epstein and you were definitely doing things you shouldn't have done and people called him out on specific photos being taken and he's like that's not me because i used to have this sweating problem and i'm not sweating in that photo so that clearly or i can't sweat and that person's sweating so it's like somebody superimposed my face right (laughs) i don't i don't doubt that i don't doubt look the the royal family i'm a i love the royal family i've been i've always followed them i mean i don't love their ink uh, antiquated views on politics and race and, and race. everything. Yeah, let's start there. I obviously don't like that, but I like the, I'm a history buff, right? So I love That's that there's cool. living history, yeah, right? I and I cool like, yeah. And just like the, the, you know, I don't know the, the mystery of the family and everything, but of, yes, they have publications that are just royal family shit it's like our us weekly I mean, you, you know like, like control that shit like you 100 percent. and if yeah. you look back at this the like, queen still has last word over you know the parliament okay so you know but, or the king so then if you just let's think about how maybe i mean the lot of the news about megan markle was stupid like she wore these jeans and they weren't right like no what you're talking about no no no, no 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 uh, the, the thing the thing with megan markle i think look Meghan Markle put herself in the fucking fire and Meghan Markle and Harry definitely well, like went on press tours and did their own fucking thing. And I think that the Royal family might've taken advantage of that and said like, okay, well you go sit down with Oprah and you write well, a book and you do to be, you're talking about what pushed them out. I'm talking about what pushed them out. She felt let's live in this world. She fell in love with this guy and they had some shit to cover up and they, used- now she didn't know who he was. She didn't know who he was. Then remember. She, well, I mean, he's a prince. So, you know, there's a draw there. Let's just be real. No, I'm saying she said she didn't know who he right. was. Oh, That's such bullshit. Okay. Well, well, the story's changed like, countless times but like i have a theory i have a conspiracy theory that i just brewed up oh, i think this is your this is a jen golden conspiracy theory never heard before you heard it okay first. listen i have some spidey senses and they are especially i don't know what unpredictable so 
this could be one of the ones that are right. Who's to silence me here? So what if, because of all the stories that we see, like Will and Harry had these fallouts and things like that, and it was about the rift between the wives. What if the rift was because Harry and Meghan caught William cheating and to silence them, they're like, stop talking or we're going to start releasing things about you. And they kept doing it to show them like who was boss and threaten them essentially by way of just news stories. And so then it just took on a life of its own, maybe like wildfire to the point where it couldn't be stopped. I mean, and if you, I then. agree to this, Jen, maybe not specifically like they cop them in the affair, but I do really believe that I mean, if you look at Princess Di, and if you just go through how people can be completely and totally controlled and manipulated and like either made to look amazing or made to look like a piece of shit, like it's seemingly though, historically speaking, you history buff, Rob, you could fall in line with saying like, are we wrong here? Like they can fuck you up in two fucking seconds flat if they want. And I personally think maybe Meghan Markle isn't like Snow White over here, like the most like a Disney princess, okay? But she's probably not what they're making her out to be. And Wait, especially people- if you look at Camilla Parker Bowles, who's well, literally the hussy of the century, well, somehow she's queen. Somehow and Meghan Markle. And everything's fine there. And then Princess right. I mean, it's not. It's, no, 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 it's no, 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 What? What? I think you guys are getting it skewed. Like, Meghan Markle came in with her own shit. Meghan Markle came in as this L.A., typical L.A. actress who pretends she doesn't want attention, but does her own TikTok bikini photos. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she okay, came in as this- Rob, but hold on. Let in me finish. Scheme, I know, but let, let me finish. Say, in the grand let me finish. Thing, she's not, like, being a racist and murdering somebody. She's just a fucking L.A. actress. Who cares? It's not, like, the end of the world. Nobody said she was a racist murderer. No, but I'm just when saying. she comes when she comes in with her own agenda and own thing, like pretending like I don't know what I just got into. Oh my god, you're a prince! And then her whole world becomes huge, and she's loving it. And then what comes with that territory is backlash. It always is. Diana took it and used it positively. Diana took all the attention she would get and be like, "Cool, you want to follow me around? Let's go to this charity. Cool, you want to follow me around? Let's go cure AIDS. Cool, you want to, you know what I mean?" And like people could talk shit on her yeah, and they knew that lived a tortured They life. knew that Charles was cheating on her, but she, she didn't use that. Yeah, but this, she was it was at the expense of her own happiness and ultimately as theories say led to her death. And that's right, horrible. But, and maybe she Megan didn't want that to ha- I mean, I'm not disagreeing with everything you're saying, Rob. I'm just saying, like, she was not the devil spawn. And they. I think they worked really hard to try to make her. I think Megan put herself in a situation where it was convenient for the royal family to go, oh, cool. All right. Well, shit, this girl's dad is now in every fucking tabloid talking about how he wants to be, like, part of, well, like, of her fame. that? He's just, like kind of trashy i mean that's not really that's my point so i'm sure they took some of that that heat and we're like okay well if she's bringing it let's use it you know like i don't think they purposely went after megan oh i think think, definitely did i think there was parts when they when megan started fighting back about it that they did i mean that's why they ultimately left she could have stayed in it and reaped the benefits but they left they did the oprah interview way after all this and by the way that's another thing i'm just from like my my standpoint, like if Oprah wants to interview you and is seemingly on your side in the interview, that's also like Oprah's a smart woman. She has Man, her hand. Oprah, in the- Oprah's a 
Oprah's a businesswoman. Oprah's going to take anything she can get and use it in the moment. She hasn't said a word about it afterwards. She hasn't. She hasn't poked her head back in after her huge I special. I think that she, when she was interviewing, it was obvious that she was sort of like on their side in a way, in like a very diplomatic, like underhanded way. Kind of, it wasn't obvious, but it seemed as that was the vibe. And I just feel like if Oprah is sort of, you know, who knows what kind of insider knowledge she has and or just that's her take on it. But I don't, I also, before that, watching that interview already kind of agreed because I had heard some other very specific stories about, like I said, the Prince um, Andrew, Jeffrey Epstein thing and the stuff that they did to cover that up, which is absolutely horrific. I mean, they're covering up like somebody doing things that is very awful and morally wrong. And 100%. Nobody's saying it is. They're using somebody to somebody else who maybe they just don't really like um, because she's not like whatever. Are we talking about Prince Andrew? Are we talking about William and Rosemary? Oh, I'm talking about Prince Andrew and how they used Meghan and Harry to cover up all to distract the public from Prince Andrew. And when you watch interviews with Prince Andrew and what was really going on, it's obvious that he's guilty as fuck. And they're just like, of course, oh, well, let's talk about the jeans Megan's wearing and make fun of her today. Cause the, let's, let's distract. And so it just goes to, in my opinion, if you're going to go do something like that, that's just like, that is seemingly like, what else are you capable of doing? If that's what is going on here, it seems scary and dangerous. And who knows though? I mean, back to the whole beginning of the story, like, do we even think Prince William had an affair? Like, yes. Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, the guy that wrote this book called Endgame inside the Royal family and the monarchy's fight for survival. This guy, his name's Omid Scooby. He's the one who's kind of talking about this saying like, okay, well there wasn't an alleged affair, but Really, what's more interesting is all of the shit that they did to kind of hide, the royal family did to kind of hide these, like any rumors that were sneaking out about William. He thinks, in his opinion, and obviously he's coming from like a, you know, a background of knowledge. He's saying that the affair kind of seems like it was just people like tittle tattling and like not maybe coming from the most like real place it could have but maybe it's not looking that way but his point of the story is that what they did to try to distract people from even talking about it is scary well yeah Um, it's but i mean that is the ultimate control the other the ultimate like governmental like big brothers watching you like they are controlling the message they're doing all these things and like for better or for worse megan made herself a target did they take advantage? Absolutely. And it is so plausible because if you actually think about it, and I'm sure this guy wrote about it, and this is not a new idea, I'm just making it up for myself. But because Charles cheated, they now have to keep William pristine because they cannot afford any more scandal. So instead, Harry will fall on the sword because he's insignificant in the line of the blood. Totally. And the you know, becoming king. So yeah, the William Williams, their last chance at this monarchy lasting. Like he's right. the last chance. If when King Charles is seventy seven years old or some shit, when he fucking dies, then William's king. And if nobody picks up on William being king, the monarchy's over. You know what I mean? They're not going to wait for William to be up ninety nine years old and die, and then say what happens with his son. They're going to fuck. Like they will dissolve the monarchy. So they need William and Kate and Kate knows what the fuck's going on. Kate, they've been together since high school or university, yeah. you know, she knows exactly. And this, and this Rosemary, whatever her name is, Rose. is, is his commit. 
is his Camilla. It, it, I mean, like, I feel like that's his Camilla. Like, he's always wanted to be, like, they've always had a yeah, thing. She's been like in the paper she's forever. She's like a model, but I'm looking at her and I'm like, She's been in the paper forever with this, yeah. with, like, being connected to him. Yeah. You know? So, like, but the difference is, is that Kate stays out. Kate doesn't make herself so big. You know, Kate stay, Kate is very sweet with the kids and she goes to her charities and she does her duties, but she's not like making a, a loud noise around the Royal family that they want to do something about her. Right. She's like, fuck it. I'll be queen and I'll fucking hang out and I'll fucking keep my mouth shut and I'll live the life I want to. She's probably fucking a bunch of dudes. Maybe. You know, definitely knew what she was signing up for. And I would be sure that she has an agreement with them and that is what I'm it sure. is. I'm sure. Listen, if I can find life. out the secret fucking knock on the door to get into her fucking bourgeois and be a secret fucking, I would take that in a heartbeat. And I'm sure she's doing that. I'm sure she's doing that. Moral and of the failing. story here is the royals are going to keep don't roiling. Maybe. And don't sure, that's a lesson. Unless you want to then marry them and then maybe it was worth it all along. I don't really know. I don't know. But or or unless like, you're unless you're flirting with their significant other and you're like, all yeah, right, go for it. Yeah. Maybe you push them toward each other, in fact. And then yeah. they're the bad guys, you're the good guy, and you ride off into the sunset and have your happy ending. What if Meghan and, Markle ended up with Prince William? <gasps> wow. Okay. Well, that's the royal drama we are all living for. And while we have our opinions, we're gonna still Tune in to what they've got going on and see how this drama unfolds. And we think that you guys should keep tuning in to episodes of It's Complicated, where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share this beautiful show with a friend. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. Also, you should probably get your merch because it's great for Christmas gifts and things like that. Holiday gifts, I should say, because Hanukkah is here too, guys. And if you want to find me on all the social meds, I am at Jennifer Golden. And I am at Forever Zevers on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds as well. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. <laughs>